I came back because I felt so alone because what was missing for me in all of my travels, which had been like three years at this point was community. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the One World Year Story podcast. Today, I am joined by me. I know. uh, Usually and always, we have a guest on the podcast, but today I'm talking to and with me. Um, It's interesting, you know, because we're sharing people's stories. And as I've said from the beginning, and part of the whole reason why we're doing this is everybody has a story. Um, Everybody has something to share and that we can all relate to each other on. And, you know, in thinking about my own journey and my own story, in which, by the way, I'm going to be embarking on a new chapter pretty soon, um, which <laughs> not going to share what that is yet, but it'll come out eventually once it's official. Um, but in thinking about embarking on a new chapter and then talking to Harry, who, uh, as you know, is my partner and producer on this podcast, it was like, well, why not share a bit of my own journey and my own story? And so here I am. Now, to be honest, this is the first time I've ever just sat here uh, and talked to myself with myself. So um, it could get interesting here, but I'm going to go ahead and do it. Now, speaking of chapters starting and beginning, uh, you know, so what I'm going to be talking about today is being single during the pandemic what that's been like being alone. Not only am I single, by the way, I live alone. I don't have any roommates. It's me and I have my plants. I guess those are my little babies, my roommates. Uh, (laughs) I got squirrels uh, that come up to my apartment, not in my apartment, but for all intents and purposes, I live alone. Um, And yeah, also single. Um, And there's a lot that comes with that. I'm also 32, by the way, I'll be 33 in February. So yeah, did I ever think that I'd be living alone in a month to month, fully furnished apartment in Denver, Colorado, single, jobless for all intensive purposes uh, at this point in my life? No, um, I can flat out say, say no to that. Um, but here I am and it is what it is. And to be honest, there are days where I am so beyond grateful. Uh, and there are days where I, I can't believe this is my life um, and not in a good way. Like, granted, there are days where I do feel that in a good way. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm going to be talking about. And it's interesting when thinking about like starting a new chapter. I mean, I definitely went through, and I think by the way, like life is, that's all it is. Uh, just literally chapters and chapters um, of different phases of the life that we go through. And yeah, I mean, So this summer was, I would call it a chapter. Maybe it was like an excerpt. I don't know. Um, And I think that at any point, by the way, it's like, uh, I don't know if any of you read Goosebumps or growing up or know any of those books where it's uh, like, choose your own adventure, 
right? And you can like either go to page 57 or go to page 101. I guess that's kind of what it is at any point, but I can't turn back the pages and try the other road half the time. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, I took one turn this summer and it got me into a, what I would call like the definition of a summer fling, basically literally started the day that summer began and ended the day that fall began and summer ended. Um, so did my love, my lust. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, so that all ended a little over a month ago. And yeah, here I am again, finding myself on the brink of a winter of what what experts and our next president-elect, which I'm so excited about, side note, um, is calling, is saying, you know, is going to be a long, cold winter. Um, and here I am preparing for it single and solo. Uh, and I know I'm not the only one. I know I'm not the only one. So yeah. Okay. I'll go back to the beginning of, okay. <laughs> no, I'm going back to, we'll go back to my last, what I would call like my last real relationship technical boyfriend, partner, whatever you want to call it. Um, that was, that ended in like March of 2017. Um, and that relationship, first of all, before that relationship, um, I had dated women for almost 10 years. Um, and then got into this relationship with this guy. Um, and it was the best and worst relationship I would say of my life. Um, super intense in the most beautiful and horrible ways. Um, definitely emotionally abusive. Um, and it took a lot of work unraveling that all of that to say is when that relationship ended, which I was like two and a half years, we were friends, um, for about a year before that, uh, it was an excuse my language, a mind fuck unraveling that what was really mine, what was his so much down to like, even what kind of music do I want to put on in the car? I mean, it was almost three years of my life where I never chose that. So needless to say is when we got out of that relationship, when I got out of that relationship, I told myself that it was time to be single. Also because like I was, I would go from like, and I was like a serial monogamist, I guess you could call it. I think that's the term. So I'd go from like one long-term relationship to the next. Um, and I'm only 32. So this was th a three. I would say he was my third serious relationship of a couple years. Um, and in between, I'd have like a month or two apart. So not real like proper healing time. So I told myself when him and I broke up that I'm going to take time for myself. A year. And I did that. And by the way, if any of you are listening out there who are like, in a crappy relationship, you know, the ones where like you thought about what would it be like if we broke up? I want to, but it's almost like scarier thinking about being single or being whatever. Or uh, I, now I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. I completely lost my train of thought. But uh, 
yeah, we broke up and it was like, okay, time to do me. And maybe this is what I was going to say before, but it truly was the best gift that I've ever given myself. Granted, I'm still single now, um, but I don't regret intentionally choosing to take that time for myself for a second. Um, I, I got both feet on the ground. I, I learned to love myself. I learned how to be alone and enjoy the time, which by the way, I mean, like I said, half the time here alone in during this pandemic, I've been so grateful that I am alone. Um, and part of that was taking the time after this relationship to really be with myself. Don't get me wrong. It was really hard. Um, and it still is sometimes, and it is a journey. However, learning how to be with me is the best thing because at the end of the day, and I don't know if any of you ever think this, or if you've said this, but I don't want a relationship to be filling some sort of void or hole in my life. There's a lot of crap that happens to us. Like, oh, somebody else is going to make me happy. That external love. And I mean, come on, a partner relationship is so joyous. I mean, I was texting my friend yesterday and we were, you know, she showed me like someone had delivered like some sort of like beautiful gift, you know, uh, a boyfriend or a girlfriend delivered it to the other one. And I was like, damn it. Like I want gifts. And it's like, there's so many beautiful things that come with that. Um, and it can easily distract and take away and minimize the hurt and the pain of so many other things that aren't necessarily great in our lives but only for so long, right? I want a relationship where it's the cherry on the cake. It's the sprinkles. It's all the extra, but we still have our own separate lives. And I told, I think, I'm not an expert in any of this, but my personal opinion in order to do that, I have to be, I mean, hello, look what the shirt that I'm wearing. Okay, this is Altino Shea, but this is uh, my favorite RuPaul. And if y'all have heard the podcast before, I am sure you've heard me say this, but yeah, RuPaul's famous line, how in the hell can you love somebody else if you can't love yourself first? Can I get an amen up in here? And it's so true. So that year was really learning how to fall in love with myself. And please, I have days where I love myself so much more than other days. But generally and overall, I can say I'm my own best friend, 100%. I like me. I think I'm really fun. Um, if anyone's listening to this that's also single on the other end, I guess I'll use this as my little sales pitch. I'm fun. I'm adventurous. I'm, um, I like to try new things. I can be like bougie and trendy. Like right now, I'm drinking in my cute little cup here, um, bulletproof coffee. So it's got you know, MCT oil in it, ghee, Himalayan pink sea salt, uh, ceremonial grade cacao, mushrooms, collagen. So <laughs> uh, I love camping, climbing, skiing, snowboarding, wakeboarding, wake surfing. Um, I love traveling. I love adventure. I love funny jokes. I love being inappropriate. Um, I like costumes. I like conspiracy theories and aliens I love nature and a good sunset um, and I'm just fun so yeah that's my little pitch I'm also really smart I'm great at business and sales and all that good jazz um, but yeah the, all of that to say is that I'm awesome and I'm actually really glad to be having this conversation with myself because there are so many days that go by where I forget that and damn it like especially recently and in going through this most recent breakup 
I don't even know if I could call it a breakup. We were never officially together. I don't I don't know what you would call it, but yeah. So let's let me. I know I'm jumping around slightly, but hey, I don't have anyone interviewing me on the other end. <laughs> it's just me chatting. Um, so I'm gonna go back to the beginning of this year. I remember on New Year's, and I don't know if y'all do like intentions or resolutions or whatever. I'm not a resolutions gal. I'm not really even like a goal setting gal. I guess I kind of am not really a list maker. I'm pretty fly by the seat of my pants, to be honest. Um, although maybe that will change a little bit. But what I decided to do, and this was with uh, the help and encouragement of um, the group of people I was with for New Year's. Um, it was pick a couple words for the year, set an intention. So the three words that I picked for 2020, man, it's so weird to say that sitting here almost in the middle of November on 11, 11, sitting here thinking about new year's day. Holy shit. Cause I mean, this was literally the best new year's I think I've ever had in my life. Um, and I had just left Mexico actually. And I was in Mexico for almost two months. And part of the reason I came back, I didn't need to come back. I didn't even have a return ticket until a couple of days before new year's when I decided I was going to come back. I came back because I felt so alone because what was missing for me in all of my travels, which had been like three years at this point was community. Granted, I had friends all over the world and these little pockets and speaking of like love and romances and being single, I had recently actually like right at this time last year, I was landing in Los Angeles and just leaving Sofia, Bulgaria, because I had gone and chased this guy that I met in Rome, in Italy for less than 24 hours. And we had this eat, pray, love romance. And that was really fun. But yeah, went to Sofia, Bulgaria, a country I'd never been, but I always wanted to go because I had heard really good things about Bulgaria. And actually my boss at the time was from, she's Bulgarian. Um, and I'm a why not kind of gal. So I hopped on a plane and went to go meet this guy who I've known for less than 24 hours. And oh my goodness, it was such a, a fairy tale and a romance that I don't regret for a second. Um, but I'll get back to that because it's actually important. So that was almost exactly a year ago to the day. Um, and then I go to Mexico. And then I come uh, back to the U.S. for New Year's and set my three words, which were joy, love, and abundance. Joy, love, and abundance. And I told myself that this was going to be the year that A, I started a new business and B, called in a partner. I was going to find my person. Uh, I just have to let that out. Uh, I did start a business and a company. Is it successful? No. Is it not successful? No. It's just kind of in limbo, I would say. Um, and I've had some interesting dabbles in the relationship and partnership field. Now, here's the weird thing about being single during this pandemic and by the way being in your early 30s as a woman I don't know if this adds to it but I certainly think that it does I don't know how it couldn't it's time for a relationship according to society right granted I read all of these things that are like oh, I'm probably like literally like my life path my destiny is not to like settle down get into a relationship until later in life what does later in life mean because 
32 is later in life when people were getting married in their early 20s forever. 32 is later in life when my biological clock says one thing. So that's what I mean as a 32-year-old woman. Like, it's time. Not just society, but like my body thinks it's time. So there's that. But I don't usually like feel the need to necessarily like abide by societal norms. However, my heart, I I want someone to share my life with. And this pandemic definitely added to that, definitely added to that. I mean, I have never felt so alone before in my life. Uh, and And I've said those words before. I mean, in Mexico, I remember feeling that way because it's one thing to have people around you that are friends but to truly have people in your life that like that you can really drop in with that really get you that know you that are your community your people it takes time to build and I didn't have that while traveling you had some people here or there but not community and yeah I mean It's that feeling of being alone. It's, uh, yeah, it, it is almost terrifying. Like I am definitely, definitely afraid of this winter. Um, and that's a shitty fucking reason to get in a relationship, excuse my language, or to be sad about not being in one. It goes back to what I was saying. Like, I don't want a relationship to fill a hole or a void. And I want to be my whole self in a relationship. Give that. Um, but yeah, I don't want to be alone right now. Who wants to be alone right now? Considered getting a dog or a cat. <laughs> um but at the end of the day, those are, I mean, a cat is less of a commitment, but I know, I, I mean, I had a dog and there were times when I did have my dog. For those of you that don't know me, I had a dog. Um, he died in March of 2021. It'll be two years. So it's been like a little over a year and a half. His name was Duncan and he was my soulmate for sure. I believe that we have many soulmates in our lives come in a lot of shapes and forms. And anyway, Duncan was one of mine. And I had, there were times when I looked at him and I said, you know, if it was just you and me for the rest of my life, like I'd be good. (laughs) Like I'd be good. And oh my God, have there been times during this pandemic when all I wanted was my dog, like just to cuddle or something. Um, But yeah, so I haven't gotten a dog or a cat yet because that's a big commitment. And if we're able to travel next year or whatever, I mean, I can't say that I'm necessarily going to stay in one place uh, unless I find a partner, who knows? Um, But yeah, then it's finding a partner, but then, okay, here's the other thing. I don't know about any of y'all, but I wouldn't say that I'm an expert at dating nor putting myself out there, which is wild because in all other areas of my life, I mean, I'm a saleswoman, right? I have to be confident. Um, I interview people, I interview strangers for, uh, well, let's call it a living, but for my career right now, and I can't go ask or give a guy or a girl or whoever it is my number, if I'm interested in them. No, I can't. I, I become like jelly. 
truly. <laughs> so, uh, and it's funny because I have a friend who does human design. And like I said, they've read stuff about me. I'm a very spiritual person. Those of you, again, who haven't listened to the podcast are going to know me. Um, and one of the things that it says is like my, when I'm here to learn in life, how to communicate fully, show up as my full self and confident self in relationship and partnership. So of course, this is like my area of challenge and struggle. Thank you, universe. Whoever decided that was going to be my thing. Awesome. It's like, you know what? I'm so sick of like, oh, learn to be strong, independent. Yes, it's the best gift. I don't take that away for a second, but hey, there's multiple perspectives and sides to every situation and thing in life. But here's another side to that coin of being my own best friend. Like, I get, I did it. Like, <laughs> I'm over it. Like, being proud of being this strong, independent person. Like, cool, great. Like, I, 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 I feel like I've tackled that. I'm ready for partnership. I'm also really proud of that side of me. But anyway, whatever. Um, you know, this, this, this whole thing is about truth, authenticity, and vulnerability. So that's my truth, um, over it right now is how I feel like, and that's a weird feeling. Like I feel awesome and proud of myself that I could do that. Like there are times where it's like, I would date me, like I'm awesome, but I don't want that. I don't want, I want to be taken care of and I want to take care of someone else like that love that partnership and um yeah how do I find that now how do you find that in the middle of a pandemic how do I find that in Denver Colorado where like our governor is saying cancel all your plans for the next couple of weeks It's like in September, I remember thinking like, shit, I only have like five more months till I'm 33. And like, I'm sorry as a woman, and maybe I'm wrong, I'm open to that. But I think that being a 33 year old single woman is different than being 33 year old guy um, and single, just age feels different. Um, I don't know. Um, and maybe I'm making that up or bringing stereotypes in when they don't belong. But I think that's true. I think it has something to do with our biology and like a woman technically like after 35 can't really have the kids. But guys, I mean, come on, keep shooting the seeds until you're like well, in your 70s or something. I don't know. Anyway, Um so yeah, that brings me to dating. It's like, how how the heck? It, I mean, I guess I'm just resistant to it. There's all these like apps and it's just, I just, I don't want to meet someone that way. It doesn't feel authentic or genuine to me. Dating apps is like so, no matter like how many paragraphs they put in on all the different ones about like, oh, it's going to be more about you. At the end of the day, we all know, like, come on, we're swiping through the pictures and that's what you're looking at. Ah, it's just, it's hard. It's overwhelming. Um, and it's scary. And I think that just is what it is. Um, the other thing that like, and I'm not, I'm not complaining, so don't take it this way, but it's just like 
damn, what are the odds? I feel like I'm basically at my prime. Like, I feel like I'm, uh, granted, I don't have like makeup on. I didn't do my hair or anything. Y'all are seeing me raw, fresh out of the shower, first thing in the morning, still drinking my coffee. But I had a feeling I was going to cry a little bit on this, considering the topic. Um, <laughs> and here we are again. Now I lost my train of thought again. Um, yeah, I don't know. But here I am. Oh, oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. At my prime, like physically in the best shape that I've potentially ever been in. I mean, I had a summer full of literally like being on a boat, wake surfing every day, hiking, climbing, yoga. I mean, all this stuff, right? I feel great. My career is in an amazing place. Um, and yeah, I just feel like I'm a 10, like all around, everything's great. And I'm stuck inside my apartment alone. Like, oh, but you know what? I am a hopeful person. Glass is half full. This feels a little bit too negative. I'm just needing to share some of the realities of it for me. The other reality of it is that there's potentially a lot more opportunity to have time to FaceTime and maybe date around many people. Whereas I, if in person I find someone I'm into, I tend to just be like, okay, let's go for it and not date multiple people. So that's an option too. I mean, hey, FaceTime date takes 30 minutes and I could go on five in one night. Who knows? It's possible. And I think that we're all a little bit more willing to put ourselves out there. Maybe even this winter, we will be more. It's called cuffing season. I had never heard of that until this year. It's the time when all the, the singles like link up because they don't want to be alone in the winter. Who the heck knows what's going to happen? Um, a whole other side of it that, that I haven't even mentioned is uh, like, okay, so you've gone on a date, right? Are you interested in this person? And then there's the pandemic and the coronavirus, which in Colorado right now, we have more cases today than we had at the height of the pandemic back in April. So we're not in a great spot. My parents, well, mom and stepdad, at least, and little brother, they're here in Colorado in Aurora. And we have Thanksgiving coming up around the corner and they're in their mid sixties. And I want to see them for Thanksgiving. That being said, no one, like I'm not making out with anyone before Thanksgiving, right? Because I can't risk not being able to go to the house. That's my own agenda. But at what point do you cross the line now with the pandemic? I can make out with you. So I, there's that too. Um, and I did date uh, this year. Like I said, I had the definition of a summer fling. I even... This guy that I had been seeing in February, invited over a couple of weeks ago, you know, going through this like breakup. Oh, I thought that would be fun to maybe get back on the on the horse, as they say. And it was terrible. <laughs> um, not worth it. Uh, but that's one experience. I don't chalk that up to be anything other than that one particular experience. Who knows if we'll do that again. But it's just an interesting time. And um, certainly... 
I feel like usually I can give advice or wrap it up in a pretty bow. And it's funny because I know what I would tell myself from the outside is like, it's fine, Jamie, like use this time for you dive into pro whatever. I know all of that stuff. I dove into projects. I started a company. All of that is good and dandy. It doesn't change the fact that it's really hard sometimes. And I feel not lonely, just literally alone. That being said, I can walk around naked. I can stay up as late as I want, wake up as late as I want, or as early, or have weird sleep schedules, literally do whatever I want. And it's been amazing. Um, that part of it, I don't regret it. <laughs> I think I would rather have that and maybe the like lonely parts here and there than feel trapped. I don't know. I don't think that the grass is necessarily greener in these situations. I think that we all have things that's like, man, that's nice here and there. Let, let's trade back and forth. So if you're out there and you're single and you're alone in this pandemic too, I feel you sending a lot of love. Um, just what I have to tell myself is for all the shit and as hard as it can be, sometimes there's so much good too. It's both. And it can be happening at the exact same time. And I'm going to be fine. I already am. Um, really am great. I have a lot of love and support around me. I just, yeah, I just want to be sharing this with somebody. And that could be like a whole other topic is like, I mean, at the end of the day, I think it's in our, it, we are social beings, creatures. Um, but yeah, that pull is strong and hard and fierce. There's also, and I could be opening up Pandora's box or a whole other can of worms here, but another side of me, and I was thinking about this over the last couple of days, because I'm quarantining again. I haven't seen anybody since Saturday, basically been in my apartment. Well, I did go for a walk yesterday with somebody in masks outside. That's like the most I'll do right now. Um, but pretty much quarantining more or less again. And I just had this thought, like, am I going to be the same? Per like, am I going to be able to be social and meeting people and going out in the same ways? I don't know. I can already feel some of those impacts too. So I'm wondering how that will impact dating and just life in general. I don't know. Um, we're going to find out, I guess at the end of the day, what I'm going to do is, you know what? Maybe I will commit to this five FaceTime birth dates by January 1st. That could be something. I'm putting it out there to the universe and to any of you all listening this podcast and we'll see what happens. I have to try, right? Like I, I'm only going to not have it happen if I sit here and complain and don't do anything about it and don't try. Um, so I will try. Um, and thank you all for listening to my thoughts, feelings, and everything about being single throughout this pandemic. Um, I'm happy to answer questions, talk more in depth about any of these topics that I've brought up. You know, this was a different format, so we would love your feedback on what you thought because um, part of me is thinking maybe we could do this once a month. Um, and I'm happy to dive in and share about any topics, anything in my own life. Um, so yeah, thank you all for listening. Have a wonderful day. This has been such a pleasure. My name is Jamie and thank you again for listening to another episode of the One World Your Story podcast.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the One World, Your Story podcast. If you enjoyed hearing this story and you wish to hear more, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes and YouTube. And of course, follow us on Instagram at One World, Your Story. From all of us here at the One World, Your Story podcast, we are sending you so much joy and love. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you.